Hi guys, welcome to a lifelong habit of exercise. I'm Coach Kendra and this is episode seven. Today we're going to be talking about workouts. I always get so many questions about specific workouts. What should I do? Should I lift? Should I not lift? Is an at-home workout beneficial? How long should I work out? Should I do cardio? Should I run? Should I not run? How much should I lift? Should I lift? Should I not lift? What will happen if I don't lift? What will happen if I do lift? Should I try different workouts? Should I do core? How often should I work out? Is two workouts a week enough? Can I work out four times a week? Can I work out five? What about seven? Should I be doing core? How often should I be doing core? Should I join a gym? Should I hire a trainer? Should I buy my own equipment? Should I get a jump rope? Should I get a trampoline? There's so many different questions that I get about specific workouts. And some of you guys may be here. You may have seen the title. You may have seen or heard about the podcast. And you may have wanted more information about like a specific workout to do. And some of you guys may want the guidance on exactly what you should do. If that's you... I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I won't be giving you a workout. However, if that is you, you are in the exact right spot because I'm going to give you a huge secret to establishing a lifelong habit of exercise. Are you ready for it? It is never the workout that you do that matters. So what matters for my workout? The only thing that matters is that you exercise and exercise consistently. So some of you guys just heard me say, take action. And that's all you heard was like, exercise, exercise consistently, take action, right? Well, some of you guys will remember if you've listened to the podcast before, if you've heard me talk before, if you follow me, you guys will remember that action comes from an emotion and an emotion comes from a thought that you have. So the only thing that matters is that you have a thought that causes an emotion that leads you to taking the action of completing a workout. It seems so simple, right? You just have to have a thought to get the result that you want. If you're not consistent, the only reason is that you haven't learned the right tools to help you manage your mind to be consistent. So I want to say that again. If you are not currently consistent, if you are inconsistent, especially when it comes to exercising, the only reason you are inconsistent is you have not learned the right tools to help you manage your mind to be consistent yet. That is what I do with my one-month program Not only do I coach my clients through all the concepts that we talk about in this podcast, but I give them all the tools they need in order to be consistent and never stop exercising ever again for the rest of their lives. So this huge secret about like, it's not the workout that matters. It's not the what. I've mentioned that before. And somehow as simple as it seems, we always want the workout to matter. We want the exact workout. We want the specific workout. We want the what, which is the workout. Again, I've mentioned that before in previous podcast episodes. 
We want the what to matter. Like I'm telling you, it doesn't matter, but I know that there are many of us that are going to want that what to matter. We want the workout and what we do to make a difference to us being consistent and to us establishing that lifelong habit of exercise. We want the actual workout to make a difference. We want it to be the exact right workout. When I talk to people who are interested in my program and who like are interested in fitness and want to have that lifelong habit of exercise, when I talk to them, they always want me to tell them what to do. What to do, the specific workout, definitely has its own place. But it is not the important thing at all. And I have zero problem telling people what to do. This may be something that I learned long ago. I don't know. I've just always been, I feel pretty good at telling people what to do. But here's the thing is like my daughter, my two-year-old daughter is extremely good at trying to tell me what to do or actually telling me what to do. She tells me to sit and she forces me to sit. She is so good. Even earlier today. She was telling me exactly what I need to be doing. And my point is, is that there are plenty of people, including two-year-olds, that are more than willing to tell you what to do. If we just simply needed someone to tell us what to do, wouldn't all life's problems just be completely solved? (laughs) And we wouldn't be here talking And we wouldn't have that inconsistency if all we needed was somebody to tell us what to do. But yet that's what so many people come to me and want to know, like, what is it that I need to do? Like, are you going to give me a workout plan? Are you going to give me that? Because that's really all I need. I need somebody to just give me that and then I'll be good. And some of you will want to argue with me right now and say like, no, that's because we need the right person to tell us what to do. It's not good enough to just have a two-year-old tell us what to do, right? We need the right person. But unfortunately, it's really not helpful long-term for someone to just tell us what to do. Like, why is it that we hire the best trainers? Like, I've hired the best trainer before. And we hire the best of the best. And we do our research as far as the best of the best to tell us what to do, right? Or we get the best of the best knowledge from the internet or whatever it is, but we have the best of what to do already at our fingertips. We hire them. We look on the internet. We do all of that stuff as far as what to do. But why is it that we do that and we still don't want to go work out with them or we still don't want to do those exercises or we still don't want to do those workouts? We still find a way to be inconsistent. Like I know some of you guys thought that that was just you. (laughs) Sorry to burst your bubble, but it's not just you. And you thought that there was something wrong with you. And I'm telling you right now, there's nothing wrong with you. It's not just you and there's nothing wrong with you. You have a human brain and it does what human brains do. That's why the inconsistency. Your brain thinks. And there's nothing wrong with it thinking. However, not always do the thoughts serve us and our desired results. Like thinking is very beneficial, obviously. Like we all think and we all think nonstop. Like thinking is extremely beneficial and normal. (laughs) 
The great thing about our brains is that they are such a powerful tool that we all possess. When we get stuck in things like our cycle of inconsistency when it comes to exercising, we think that something has gone wrong and that we're like defective or something. But the amazing thing is, is that nothing is wrong with us and we just have to step in and assist our brain. Like with our brains, we have the ability to create the results that we want. Being able to intentionally create the results that we want are what I work with my clients each and every day in my Check Your Temp program. Like that's exactly what we work on is creating the results that you want. Finding the things that are going to create the results, the thoughts that are going to actually create the results that you want. I give you the tools to do all of that. Our brains are efficient and for so long have been wired to get our current results, the results that we're currently getting and have in our life currently. That's how our brains are wired. That's why we are getting the results that we have right now currently. Like for right now, this is what our brain is using and it finds to be the most comfortable. So like the cycle that we're stuck in of inconsistency, even though at times the cycle seems very uncomfortable, our brain is very comfortable with the cycle. But the times that are uncomfortable, that's what actually perpetuates it and perpetuates that cycle going forward. We start to work out. Then we kind of slow down for whatever reason. Things come up. We've talked about these cycles before. We slow down and then we stop eventually altogether. Then we start beating ourselves up or we feel bad that we haven't continued or that we need to continue or we know that it's good for us. And so we feel like we have to start again. And that perpetuates us because it's uncomfortable because we feel bad that we stopped or we beat ourselves up that we stopped. And that is what perpetuates it. We have the ability to go in and actually override our current thoughts to change the results that we are getting. And like I said, this is exactly what we do during my one month experience of the Check Your Temp program. So now some of you guys are like, okay, so still what workout? Like, I still want to know the workout. What workouts are beneficial? Are quick at home workouts beneficial? For me... I love 20 to 30 minute quick at-home workouts. Why? Because they don't take much time out of my day. They're convenient. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to have a membership anywhere. I can hop in the shower immediately after. I don't have to fight anyone for machines or space. I get to do things on my terms in the comfort of my own home. Like when I think of how simple and easy it can be for me to complete my workout, start to finish, shower, all within an hour, I'm immediately motivated. Like if I didn't do an at-home workout, that means I'd have to go somewhere, go to the gym or somewhere else to do a workout, right? So for me, when I think of driving to the gym, like which would take at least 15 to 20 minutes, then going and doing my workout, which would probably be 20 to 45 minutes, maybe longer if it's busy in there. And then driving back home, then showering, then being able to continue on with my day. Personally, I almost immediately dread that. And so like out of those two examples, like 
an at-home workout and a workout going to the gym for me, an at-home workout, like thinking about doing an at-home workout motivates me. Thinking about getting in a car and driving to the gym, I feel dread towards that. And so it may seem like the location is what's causing me to feel motivated or what's causing me to feel dread. But in reality, it's the thoughts that I'm having about each. Like the thoughts I'm having about my at-home workout, that is what's causing me to be motivated. And the thoughts that I'm having about driving to the gym causes me dread. Like I could feel motivated for both situations or I could feel dread for both situations. It is not the location. It is not the action. It is not the what. It is not the exercises that I'm going to do at each place. Like I could feel both ways for either. I could feel dread. I could feel motivated for either one. If I thought about my at-home workout as like, I don't have the right equipment. I don't have the right anything. If I went to the gym, I could have this. And if I had went to the gym, I could have that and I could do this and I'd have more people there or I'd have whatever, or I'd have look at, I could look at other people and get motivated. Then I would feel dread towards working out at home. If I just compared it, or if I just thought about all the things that I don't have at home and all the reasons why at home workout is not as great as the gym workout. And those would be my thoughts. And those would cause me dread for doing an at-home workout. Those would cause me dread feeling towards doing an at-home workout or a workout in general. In that case, it's just at home. And I could feel completely motivated towards driving to the gym. If I thought about, hey, on my drive, I could listen to a podcast. On my drive, I could listen to a book. During my workout, I could listen to my favorite book. And then I could be like extremely motivated to working out and going to the gym. The workout is neutral. The location of the workout is neutral. It doesn't matter where I work out. It doesn't matter what I do for my workout. My thoughts are what make me feel motivated or feel dread or feel any emotion that I feel. And that is what causes my action. Your thoughts lead to your feelings, which lead to your actions. So when I actually get stuff done, like that's when I'm motivated. That's when I'm having the thoughts of, hey, I love at-home workouts for me personally. That is when I get my workouts done. The what does not matter. It's never what you do. It's never where you do it. It's always the thoughts that we have. The thoughts lead to our emotions, which lead to what we actually end up doing, the actions. Like I mentioned before, some of you guys, my lovely, lovely friends, will still want the what to matter. You will still want your exercise on what exactly you do to matter. You want the perfect workout. You want the perfect activity. Because you think that when you find the perfect activity, then you'll never stop working out again. You think you'll stick with it forever. You will continue to search for just the right workout to do. Convinced that you'll find the perfect one. And that's what's going to lead to you working out forever and ever and ever. 
And I'm not saying it's not a good thing to find a workout that works for you. Like, absolutely, it is a good thing. But that is not what's going to cause you to continue to work out and be consistent. It's okay if you were one of these people. It's okay if you have to continue to search or want to continue to search for this. It's okay if you still have to experience certain things for yourself as far as that goes. Some of us just have to experience, no matter how much we are told, no matter how much we hear it, no matter how much somebody else tells us, no matter how much we see it, some of us just have to experience that on our own. And that's okay. I know some of you guys are going to want it so badly for it to be the workout or the activity that makes the difference or the right time of day or the right length of time or the right location or the right trainer. It's okay if you have to experience that for yourself, but I'm telling you, I've done this for years and years and years and I've seen it. And again, it's okay still. But I want you guys, for those of you guys that want the biggest hint of it all, how to establish a lifelong habit of exercise. The biggest hint is it is never going to be what you do for your workout. It's never going to be the location. It's never going to be what you do. It is all about your brain. For the next week, if you guys are struggling at being consistent, I want you guys to try doing something that is the most simple and convenient thing for you to do. Like think about what for an exercise, for an activity, what is the most simple and convenient? It does not have to be strenuous. What is just the most convenient thing for you to do? Do it as long as you'd like, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. It really doesn't matter. Decide what days you will do it and put them on your planner now. Like decide what days you want to do whatever it is that you want to do. Put it on your planner now. Put a time. When those days come up, make sure you've planned something ahead of time. It doesn't matter what. Like the specific workout doesn't matter what. And then just get it done. So decide what days you want to do something ahead of time plan what you want to do. It doesn't matter. Remember, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long you do it. It doesn't matter like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. And it really doesn't matter what you do, but try to just for the next week, do the most simple, convenient thing for you. And then put it on your planner, get it done. And you may notice that it seems so simple. What I just told you to do, that seems so simple. And honestly, it is. But the reason it seems simple and it will seem simple, especially once you start doing it, is that you won't have confused thoughts. You won't be confused. Your thoughts will just be, it's simple. It's the most simple thing. Your thoughts will be that it's doable. Your thoughts will be anything that are going to lead, you will notice, to an emotion. And that emotion will lead to you doing the action of getting it done. Because I'm telling you to do something simple and convenient, your brain will have a thought about it being simple and convenient and doable. And that will lead to an emotion 
which that emotion will then lead to you being able to get it done. It may be a feeling of certainty. It may be confidence. It may even be motivation or determination. I don't know what that feeling is for you. You will have a thought. I don't know what it will be exactly. I don't know exactly what the emotion will be, but there will be a thought that leads to an emotion for you in order for you to get it done. And that is all that matters. So for the next week, just try the most simple, convenient thing for you. Just pick how long you're going to do it. Just decide. Just do it. And then just get it done. And there will be a thought, there will be a feeling, and you will get it done. And that is all that matters. Until next time. If you guys love this podcast, you will love my Check Your Temp program. It is a personalized program that we dig deep into everything we discuss on this podcast. Work with me for one month and never stop exercising again. Head over to coachkendra.com forward slash work with me to set up a free mini session.